Broadcasting live from the Vegas Video Network studios, just steps from the Las Vegas Strip, it's Talk Tales! And now our host, she's our very own kaleidoscope of talent! What? It's Kelly Clinton! crowd in the studio audience. Welcome to Talk Tales. I am your host, Kelly Clinton hyphen Holmes, and we are on the Vegas Video Network. I am so excited. What was that? Our producer went, Ooh. oh, yay. Okay. Let's all say yay together. Vegas Video Network. Yay. yay. Well, this week, it was so spontaneous. <laughs> This week we have uh, a guest that I'm really excited. I'm always excited, but this is someone who I've known for, oh, I shouldn't even bring up how many years, probably 30 years, technically 30 years. Uh, he and his family moved to Las Vegas probably 35 years ago. Uh, and I'll, I'll get into what the name of the band was in the past, but you know them here in Las Vegas as Santa Fe, and they perform at the Palms on Monday nights, Santa Fe and the Fat City Horns, Mr. Jerry Lopez is here today on Cocktails. I'm such a huge fan. I'm such a huge fan. Um, well, I want to introduce you to another person who I'm also a fan of, our Cocktails Orchestra, Mr. Kenny Davidson. Yeah, baby. I love your purple bow tie. We're going to have to write a song about your bow tie wearing self. Yeah. I also want to say hi to our producer director, Mr. Scott Whitney is here. Hi, Scott. Good evening, you all, Kelly. Are you drinking? No. You're not drinking? Nope. Okay. Well, because, you know, he's always giving me a hard time because I invite all my friends in. Out of about 12 guests, we've had three people have a drink. Yeah, we used to call the show Talk Tales. Now we call, never mind. I, <laughs> I, have, I had a really funny line that would probably get me in trouble. All right, well, if I'm you think of it, in trouble. if you think of it, come back to no, us. No, I have it. I just can't say oh, it. Oh, you can't say it. Yes. You know, I was just actually before the show talking to Jerry Lopez just for a minute, and uh, right in the middle of it, I said, you know, that just makes me think about, and that was it. The thought was gone. I, uh, this I, is frightening. I, I feel you, but I mean, I I'm, get that. I mean, then I got it a few minutes later, but it was too late. Anyway. Scott, do you want to hear about our, our big weekend at the Smith Center? Yes, it was. I heard. You did the, hear? The reviews were. Who told you? Uh, well, Jacob. Jacob Cannon, our technical director. Right. So I got to work today, and I almost sat on this. This that, is a card. This oh. is a thank you card. Clint, I, Clint Holmes is in the audience, and, he, and they said, he and his beautiful wife, Sally, said thank you, and they really enjoyed the show. We worked, uh, Clint had three. Um, Female guests on the show. Right. I was one of them. Oh. Um, and the other two girls were Serena Henry from uh, Smokey Robinson show. Mm. And she is amazing. And Pascal Elia, who is new to Las Vegas, who happens to sing in five, well, seven different languages, Scott. Wow. What do you think of that? I saw her at the uh, Composer's Showcase. Yes. She did the, uh, the Latin thing with Uli, real long name guy. Gessendorfer. Exactly. Yes. She was, she was outstanding. She also works at the dispensary, a very oh. cool little club lounge. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, Seven, did you speak any other languages? <laughs> and no. back to me. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> was, that, was that too long? Not so much on me, no. Jacob. You answered me with the pause, but I, I actually, 
you know, when I hear someone like her, it's, it's, it's inspiring. And I always think to myself, I'm going to learn how to speak another language. You know, maybe, maybe French, maybe oh, yeah. Italian. Oh. And, uh, I, you know, I'm going to take courses and I'm going to study and I'm going to get all the tapes, you know. And then, then, I, then the gig is over and then <laughs> so is that idea. <laughs> I just if, you, move. if you could speak any language, what language would it be? You could, oh, you could just have it. What would it be? It would probably be Italian. Why? Uh, just because I'm half Italian. You're half Italian? Yeah, the part the, the camera's not catching right now. No, I am. I'm exactly. Happy. What part is that? I don't well, it's the that. pasta part. But anyway, never mind. <laughs> the pasta part. The pasta part. Although my mom, who is the full-blooded Italian, is like spaghetti. Just one spaghetti. You're half no, Italian. I'm half Italian, half Irish. That's why I can't drink. I turn into a man and call you outside. <laughs> well, that wouldn't be so bad. <laughs> you could, we could dance the tango. I don't. <laughs> what that meant. Anyway, I, there's one more thing I want to talk about is tomorrow's the election. Oh, now, God, I do not don't. talk about politics. And, and now I'm really going to make it a rule because Facebook, which is such a beautiful thing, right? You're, you make friends. Oh, I have a thousand friends. I have mm. 300 friends. I have friends who I've known for years. And then you read what they write about the election yep. on Facebook and you yep. go, oh, my goodness. I know. I don't know them at all. And there's, anyway, but uh, have you I just. unfriended anybody because of that? No, I, I haven't. Has I anybody haven't. unfriended you because of what you I, said? I ha well, I, have, I haven't really participated. Oh, yes, you have. One little thing. Oh, you've I been said, one, one This is what I said. That's not very nice. Uh, you, you, you posted some stuff about politics. No, I posted like, hey, get out and vote, and maybe there was a picture of who I was voting for. Yes, I would but say anyway, I know who you're voting for. Okay, but I'm proud of that. But I just, I just can't tell you how crazy it gets and how, uh, you know, it, I feel like, oh, my God, I'm back in high school. It is like that. But, I, you know, I'm not unfriending or I'm just going to do like my friend Jerry Lopez says, just scroll, keep scrolling down. Well, no one's going to change their mind on what you say on Facebook. It's well, never you never know. You never know. But I just hope everybody goes out and votes. I already voted. You know, I voted. I early voted. Clint and I went, and then we walked out as, you know, and felt really good, good. about ourselves. Uh, I put the sticker right on me. He wouldn't do that. He didn't think that was cool. I took a picture of the sticker and put it on Facebook. Yeah. Well, we're going to find out uh, a whole lot about a friend of mine who is so talented. He's a songwriter a singer, a musician, a band leader. Uh, he does so many things. From Santa Fe and the Fat City Horns, Mr. Jerry Lopez, right after this on Talk Tales. Three, two, one. Well, I need to come up with something funny to oh, say. Geez. Three, two, one. Wow. <laughs> but the co-host. Really, you, I have to say watch it. Well, we're, I'm doing. That's how you do it. You better really? watch it. There okay. you go. I got it. We? We're, we we're. are the odds couple. Hi, my name is Scott Pritchard. And I am Anthony Padilla. You're watching the Vegas Video Network. You are. You are, we are too. Oh, we're back. Ah, welcome to Talk Tales. I want you to say hello to a very talented friend of mine, Mr. Jerry Lopez is joining us. Listen to your people. My people. Jerry Lopez. Oh my God. I'm so glad you're here. Yesterday for I me. saw you for a yeah, not this, yeah, yeah. really quickly, but you were being honored uh, by the Showbiz Society. Yeah. 
uh, and the turnout was huge. And anyway, so so tell us what what that was all about, the Showbiz Society. <clears throat> well, the Showbiz Society. I just became a member of the Showbiz <laughs> Society, and uh, my friend Tony Saka called me and he said, "We've got the Showbiz Society, and we." Basically, Can you say Showbiz Society one more time? Sociedad de, oh. bueno, de oh. show business. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> they, um, you know, basically they, they raise money and they circle the wagons for entertainers who need it, who are, you know, uh, uh, in financial problems or, or whatever. And, and I, <clears throat> I'm, a, I'm a big uh, supporter of that in our community in Las Absolutely. Vegas. You know? So when they uh, told me that they wanted to, to honor my brother Lenny and I, um, I was a little embarrassed. I, I don't know. Uh, well, you're not that the limelight guy. You're in the limelight a lot. I'm way comfortable behind yeah. my guitar <laughs> in the band, you know, and so, yeah, I yeah. didn't even really tell very many people about it. But well, look at the turnout. Yeah, I mean, it was, nice. it was really packed in there. And uh, um, Jerry and Lenny Lopez, I have known you guys for so many years, but you've been in Las Vegas for over 35 years. Yeah. And I heard that you came in here, uh, your whole family, drove in in a school bus, <laughs> like the Partridge yeah, family. Yeah, basically we did. We had, a, uh, yeah. we had an old school bus, and uh, we told a story yesterday. Uh, um, Bobby Morris, who's an incredible drummer, yeah. agent for years and years, he showed up there, and he actually named our band Santa Fe, because we heard he was an agent, and we came in from Santa Fe, and our bus was this bright red. It was an old school <laughs> bus, and it said... Los Hermanos Lopez on the side of it. That was the, the Lopez original. brothers. That was the name of the band. And uh, <clears throat> and Bobby's so funny. He says, uh, so these boys pull up in this bus. He says, and I said, so what are you selling meat? <laughs> you know. And and uh, <clears throat> anyway, you know, he, he he you know, we talked about it. And and to us, this was like this was huge. Yeah. We're in this office at Bobby Morris, and you know, and 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 <clears throat> we'd come from Santa Fe. We were all. We all had our hair down to here, parted in the middle. We looked like Carlos Santana, circa 69, you know, and, and uh, pretty rough around the edges. And um, so, you know, he said, the name's not going to work, kids. You know, it's a mouthful. Yeah, where, where are you from? You know, we're from Santa Fe. He goes, well, there's the band Chicago. There's Boston. You guys are Santa Fe. We went, great. Wow, Perfect. I never knew that. Yeah. I, I see. <clears throat> and also when I read about it, I thought... They just kind of said, oh, you know, the guy's from Santa Fe, and it just kind of, I didn't know it was Bobby Morris. Bobby Morris. And he was a drummer. For, he worked with a lot of people. Yeah. He worked with Elvis. Elvis, right? Louis Prima. Yeah. He was, uh, I was telling uh, Clint earlier that he, from what I understand from Bobby, he was uh, Buddy Rich's reed drummer. And Buddy Rich was an incredible drummer. I mean, but um, a lot of times his, maybe his reading wasn't as. Right. And Bobby would come in, read a chart, and play it. Buddy would hear it, and then just get on the drum. That would be it. And play the it heck just, out of it. Yeah. See, that's kind of That's pretty like, remarkable. Yeah, now, the, now, I can't confirm that, but that's what Bobby told me 35 well, years ago. So I believe everything Bobby Morris said. Yeah. <laughs> I do, though. Did, I do. So, so let me tell you a Bobby Morris story real quick. <laughs> Bobby, if you're watching, this is funny. So he sends us on the road to the Midwest. And uh, we get to this nightclub, and we're a, we're a bar band. We had actually, right before that, we'd been playing in Mexican bars in North Las Vegas where we were the yeah. band and the bouncers, okay? It was pretty rough. <laughs> and uh, so he sends us out on the road, and we get to this club, and so the club owner goes, okay, now about the show. And we oh. said, the show? He said, yeah, you guys, you're going to do a dance set, and then you're going to do a show. <laughs> then you're going to do another dance set. And we said, well, we don't do a show. So we... 
get to the room and we called and, and I said, Bobby, man, what did you do? You know, what? He goes, look, Jerry, what you do is you just take your microphone stands, you put them out on the dance floor and you do your same darn set. That's it. You call it the show. That's an agent, right? Oh my That's God. My dad do. got on the phone. He goes, I'll kill you, Bobby. It, yeah. Isn't that like Broadway Danny Rose, right? Yeah, I'm you need a you. chicken, the dancer, sure, I got it. Send yeah. you on the gig. We well, thank goodness for times. him. He was like your first oh, yeah. no, I, I, booking agent here. I owe a lot to Bobby. Absolutely. <clears throat> we, now, got, we got a very quick education. <laughs> now, 35 years ago. Mm -hmm. Okay, now you're saying you, were, you had long hair, but yeah. this started long before that. You, I, you, you and your brother, or you first, right? Mm -hmm. And you had an older brother named Gilbert, right? Yeah. Your dad's name is Gilbert, and then you My had older brother Gilbert, older brother Gilbert and you, mm -hmm. the two of you, Gilbert and Jerry, mm -hmm. were out there performing when you were like four years old. Yeah, we before started really before I was in before we were in school. Wow. Yeah, we were really little, and uh, the way that happened is um, very poor family, and um, we had an old black and white television set, and it broke, and there wasn't any money to fix it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so my dad borrowed my uncle's guitar. My uncle lived in an, another little adobe house in the back. Mm -hmm. And my dad and my mom would sit and sing. <clears throat> and that was the entertainment because the television oh. was history. Now, had they been singing their whole lives? or was My dad grew up singing his, and, and, and his brother sang. And um, my, my mother's father, uh, Nicolas, was a like an operatic singer, and her mother was a songwriter. The whole family, we're like carnies. Yeah. You know, we're like, you're, you're, <laughs> you're flying Walindas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, this chose us. We yes, didn't choose it. Absolutely. And so, so it was always around. But they started doing it, and we would, you know, we were gravitated to that. And, and my brother Gilbert originally showed the first signs of, of really wanting to do it, and, and the, the talent. You know. What did he play? Did he Gilbert played guitar? everything. He played oh, really? he, he played drums in the band. He played bass in the band. He played guitar. He played. Uh, <clears throat> he, Gilbert, you could put him in a room with bagpipes, and he'd come out five minutes later and play it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he was. When God was pouring the talent out, his his hands slipped. Oh, so, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. And you you chose guitar, which you probably play other. Yeah, instruments. actually, my first instrument was um, I played violin. Uh -huh. Oh wow. Yeah, and then. Uh, <clears throat> then I played the big ma Mexican mariachi, the guitarron. Uh -huh. I played that, and um, and but the guitar was always around. My dad right. had the guitar, and so he showed us uh -huh. a few chords. And you know, very quickly we kind of passed dad up. You know, but <laughs> but but I have to tell you that my dad knew about four or five chords, but he's written right. twenty five, thirty songs uh, that have. And was many he writing them, back? Then? Oh yeah, yeah. And many of them covered by other artists. At the time, my dad was a. Uh, he was a prison guard at the New Mexico State Penitentiary. Uh -huh. and, and he would be in the tower like eight, ten hours a day. And he would just write. He'd come up with these ideas. In those days, they didn't have cassette players or anything. And so he would like, he said he would just whistle and hum the sing until he could hardly wait to get out of the tower and run back home and grab his guitar. And, you know. That was so great. Yeah. I want to hear more, 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 yeah. more, more. But we have a live chat question. Who do we have, Scott? Uh, Bill, this is a good question. Among other musicians in Vegas, you're very well respected. What do you think contributes to that reputation? Yes. Um, you are. You're, you're respected by not only fellow musicians, but all of the people you've worked with over the years. They come mm -hmm. to you often to... Uh, a lot of people say they go to yeah. church. Ah, absolutely. On Monday night. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we call our, our Monday night band Santa Fe and the Fat City Horns we call it our healings mm -hmm. and the way that came about is uh, 
you know, we formed this band. All of us are um, uh, experienced musicians and writers and producers, and we were, we've all been on big tours and played in big shows. And, but we were always doing music that other people wanted us to do. And that's fine. I'm blessed that I've been able to do that. But we decided to put a band together that would be about what we wanted to do, mm -hmm. music we wanted to play for ourselves, really. Very right. self-serving kind of a thing. And um, so we started doing this thing, and word of mouth got out in the musical community, and people came to see it. And I, I found out that there was this really unserved demographic mm -hmm. of people, you know, musically. They couldn't hear what they wanted to hear. We're kind of a throwback to the old, um, we're a cross between Tito Puente, Maynard Ferguson, and Earth, Wind, and Fire, yeah. maybe, you know? And um, so anyway, I, I, I had a really bad night one night uh, or day, and I showed up at the gig. And by, like the second, by the second song, it all goes away yeah. completely. And I felt healed, you know? And I said, let the healing begin. And it's just continued. And It's true. You know, it does kind of just put... It, it, it does. For all of us <clears throat> that, that do this, but for yeah. when you're really playing... Yeah, when you're doing it from the heart, when you're, when you're, you know, and uh, uh, it's, it's interesting. We, it, it's kind of this dance we do with the audience because, I mean, we're having a great time and we love and respect each other on stage. I think that's a big part of it, and I think that people can feel how we feel about each other. Right. And, and, and although we're dead serious about what yes. we're playing, we do it in a very, um, it's, it's a non-egotistical thing up there. Like, all I can tell you is that everybody leaves all of that away from there. And, uh, exactly, because you have only the best, like you said, all people who have done a lot musically yeah. and toured and everything. Now, over the years... You've, you've become such a strong leader. I remember coming to you, and I know people still do. I came to you in my 20s, which mm -hmm. is like five years ago. Yeah, you were um, a little girl. But I would, I'd come, I'd say, Jerry, I'm, I'm trying to lead my band, and they're kind of walking all over me, and this is happening. Uh, mm -hmm. And you, you would always give me great advice about laying out what you expect as far as yeah. on time, or uh, you know, this is what mm -hmm. I'm paying you. You gave me such great advice. Yeah. Uh, well, I, you know, and I learned it all the hard way. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of things that I didn't do right when I was uh, a young man. I learned from those things as well. You know, the, the, the one thing that, um, and it's funny because I hear this from all the guys that were in the band before, and I'm talking about in the 70s and the 80s, and, mm -hmm. and they go, because we partied a lot, you know. A long time ago. A long time ago. Long but time. we partied a lot, and there was all kinds of distractions, but we always rehearsed. We never missed a gig, and we rehearsed every single day. And uh, they used to call me Mussolini. <laughs> but, but, you know, we weren't, um, we weren't a bunch of mercenaries getting together to play somebody else's gig. This was our band. That's right. And so, you know, um, at the time, none of us had, you know, none of us had any schooling. We hadn't gone to college or right. didn't know how to read music. Mm -hmm. And so what we lacked in that, we had to make a foreign elbow grease. And so exactly. we spent a lot of hours rehearsing. And, and yeah, that's what I was going to ask you about the process of that, but you just answered it. Yeah. I mean, your music is meticulous. Yeah. You know, and so you do, now with the Monday night thing. Now, yeah, things have changed over the years. Yeah, well, that's good. You were working and like six nights a Yeah, day, yeah, right? yeah. And so now with this band, it's a completely different story. We're, um, it's taken me four or five months to get a schedule together so we can go in the studio tomorrow. Because I've got 15 guys, and they've all got completely different schedules. Mm -hmm. And so the way that it's done now is, uh, I'll give you an example. I'll write a song, and I'll demo it at home. And uh, I'll send the, the rough demo to one of our horn arrangers, either Nathan Tenoy or Dave mm -hmm. Richardson. 
and uh, they'll then do a horn arrangement. They'll superimpose that on the demo that I did and wow. send it back as a WAV file or MIDI file or whatever. And then we'll send out PDFs with the charts and an MP3 to everybody. And so wow. we're kind of like an internet band. <laughs> and, and we'll do like three or four songs like that. We'll get them ready. And then we'll schedule a time when we can get together just briefly to, to go over to the, the transitions, the opening. I mean, and then it's like we're on. But that's like a lifetime of experience. So it you is. know who you're calling. And it's a lot of technology, yeah. but you know who you're getting. We have another live chat question, Scott. Nice yeah. talking to you, yes, Scott. Yes, no, yes, I yes. see the light flashing. Yeah, I know you're right. Bet from New Jersey has a question. She says, um, I can't wait to hear your new CD, Jerry. Any idea when it's going to be released? Well, um, because our process is a little slower, <laughs> um, um, it's probably not going to be till uh, probably February. Of That's not too far away. No, it isn't. And, and uh, we're getting the bulk of it done over, over the next week. We've locked down the studio for a full week. And uh, um, we've got 13 songs. Wow. Um, only five of them we're doing on the gig now. So the rest of them no one's ever even heard. And some of the guys in the band haven't heard yet, and they will. Tomorrow. Are they original? Are these it's all some original of the original music, yeah. Oh, it's all original. It's all original music, yeah. And you have quite a few CDs. Yeah, we've got, uh, we've got a blue double CD. Like blue? Blue. I call it the blue like CD because it's blue. Oh, it's no, no, blue. No, it's blue. It's literally blue. Yeah, we recorded that in 2005 at the Palace Station. Mm -hmm. And then we've got a, a live CD called Let the Healing Begin that we recorded live at the Palms. Mm -hmm. And then a um, year before last, we recorded one called When the Curtain Goes Up. Oh. And that's a, that's a studio CD. That's not a live one. And that's um, all original music except for uh, two... One song, maybe, I think, yeah. Okay, there's one CD that uh, you wrote, kind of a love, a love, well, you wrote, your dad wrote, mm -hmm. and you wrote a love letter kind of to your dad. It was, it was like a family a gift you wanted to give to him, right? The CD. To do the CD yeah, yeah, that yeah. you worked on. It yeah. was really a private family thing. Well, you know, like I told you, my dad's been a writer all these years, and there were artists in Tejano music, which is its own kind of music. Uh, I want to say hello to all friends in Texas, by the way, who, are, who might be watching today, but I've got a lot of supporters and friends in Texas and mm -hmm. the Tejano music, but um, my dad had always wished that one of us would record his songs, mm -hmm. and so I thought uh, it'd be a wonderful tribute and to leave a legacy and, and record some of my dad's songs. So um, I called a friend of mine who's got 10 Grammys as a producer in wow. this music. Yeah, he's like the David Foster of this right. music. And I told him, I want to do these 10 songs. I want to do them right. And, you know, I already had this vision of what I wanted it uh -huh. to be. Um, but it was just meant to be a family kind of thing. Right. I was going to maybe print up a couple hundred, give them to friends and family. You probably have a couple hundred people in your immediate yeah, family. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's what I figured, you know. we family. But um, anyway, so uh, we started this process, and uh, a label found out about it. And uh, they asked me if I would sign with them, and they'd, we'd do this distribution deal. And then people on the Grammy committee found out about it, and uh, I was on a, uh, I was up for, you know, ballot for a nomination for Latin Grammy and, and for the regular Grammys. Didn't get, haven't gotten one, but anyway. Yeah, so but the word got out, and it's, and the songs have been number one and uh, number two, number three, number four, number five. That's amazing. For the last really? year, really, that's yeah. amazing. It's pretty. And these pretty are songs cool. that your dad wrote, and you wrote yeah. some together. Yeah, I co-wrote one of them, and uh, my brother Gilbert 
wrote one of them, and my dad wrote the rest of them. And your brother Lenny is on the scene. Lenny's on it too, yeah. He's yeah. such a great talent too. Is it now? Lenny's amazing. I know he's amazing and he's funny and he's crazy. Yeah. But um, such the harmonies you guys. He's like yeah. the harmony king, right? Yeah, he is. He's All he's 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 uh, he's incredibly fast in the recording studio. Also, he's. Uh, it's funny, most of the stuff that I do is improvisational, so I'll go in if I'm writing background vocals, and I'll sing background vocals, and then I'll come back in and I go, okay, what did I do? Okay, I did this and I did that. Lenny knows exactly what he did, where he breathed, where he used vibrato, where he didn't. He's, he's a machine. Now, where did that uh, come from? I mean, I know that, it's all of you, you know, learning. I, I don't know. That's a special gift yeah. that Lenny has. And um, there, are, there are other people like that that I know, but he's, he's really, yeah. really fast, really Consistent good at it. And yeah. And he's but he sick. is crazy. He's I mean, crazy, but that was, that's that's part of his charm. That was the best part. <laughs> Yesterday at the we had this this thing right, and uh, and Clint got up and spoke. And Clint, thank you for doing that. That was awesome. That was, that was beautiful. I was I was really moved. But he, the first thing he says, you know, Lenny's crazy, and, uh, and everybody, <laughs> and everybody said, yeah, he is. <laughs> and and you know that a lot of times with a lot of artists, that's they come hand in hand, oh, and, yeah. and 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 you know we we want to separate the genius from the madness. Mm -hmm many times and, and you can't always do no, that you and, always and do. so you know fortunately I don't have uh, I've got a lot of really brilliant musicians around me and I don't have very many madmen. Right. You know, <laughs> there's like hardly any high maintenance people right. but that's been a, a lifetime of, of a sifting process. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Now also he plays percussion. Lenny plays percussion, he trumpet. used to play bass in the band, he played drums in the band, he played trumpet. You guys are so much He's better than the Partridge guys. family. I uh, I we have another live chat question. Who do we have, Scott? <laughs> David Partridge is on the line. <laughs> oh, no. Now, when visiting Vegas, where else can people see and hear you besides the Palm gig? The other thing that I do yeah. is uh, I'm the band leader with Vegas the Show over at Planet Hollywood, mm -hmm. which is a big production show with showgirls, and we've got a small, big band. That band was voted best band in Vegas last year. That's right. Um, it's a great show. We've had a couple of the yeah, uh, stars, the principals, yeah. the principals yes. of the show. Yeah, it's a fun show. And so, but I'm, um, if you come to that show, you're going to see a guy in a tuxedo playing the guitar. It's yeah. not really. But but you were a part of. But I'm I'm right? a part of that. Sure. You and our friend Pat. Pat Caddick, Caddick, right? Yeah, no, and we've assembled a, a bunch of great guys. It's 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 a good show. You know, it really it's is. It's a great show. And this yeah. is not something you. I mean, you do this. A lot. You help people get yeah. you, shows like Cirque shows. You yeah. they call you say yeah. who should we I, get? I put the Donnie and Marie band together, and really? I helped with uh, Bette Midler's show. And uh, uh, I'm a headhunter for Cirque people. And uh, that's a positive I, thing, right? The uh, Human Nature guys. I helped them put that band these together. These are all and, these are all the the yeah. big shows in Las yeah. Vegas. Well, what happened is I've just been here a long time, and I know a lot of people. Uh -huh. And um, and it's respect. And I save it, it is, and, and and basically when people call me. Uh, I tell them what's going to happen is I'm going to save you a lot of problems because mm -hmm. you and I and all of us know incredibly gifted musicians right. who can't work with everybody. That's right. Or maybe different personalities and right. and I've kind of got that figured out. So I like she's the best of everything, but she'll kill you. Right, Stuff and she like may that. not gel. It, so if you or, want, you know, yeah, yeah and, and especially for for example, when we put the band together for uh, Vegas, the show. This was a brand new show. It, right. We were creating this as we started it. It wasn't like there was already a book and there was the whole thing. And so we needed guys who had a temperament who could deal with right. a whole <laughs> lot of 
personalities that, that's and right. change. That's right. There are people who are wonderful musicians and they're great, but right. they're not the person for that. Right. Because so, they'll go, the chart went like this. Why are you changing Yeah, it? or right. I can't sit here six hours to play five minutes and then get wait another six, you know. <laughs> you know how it is. It's a lot of hurry. How about our wait. friend Adam Shindell who says, no eat, no beat. You <laughs> <laughs> just got to keep feeding uh, our Adam. No um, eat, no beat. No eat, no beat, like baby. That. Now, I know we're running out of time, Scott, but can we keep going a little longer? Because I have, I, you come from a big family, brothers yeah. and sisters. I'd rather talk than, than play and sing anyway. Well, we're definitely going to, we got to have okay, some, right. we got to have our healing. But anyway, you come from a, a, you have a lot of brothers. You have four, was it four well, boys? It was, it was Gilbert, Lenny, myself, and then my younger brother, Mark, who was a stepbrother. Yeah. And he Mark. was on the road with us. He was our roadie, you know, and, 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 uh, Played a, little, played a little percussion Yeah, yeah, the, the whole family. And then I have four sisters, you know. You have they're four all, sisters? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Well, three stepsisters and, and wow. my little sister, Joni. But it was a, a gang of us. Yeah. And so you thought that when you met your beautiful wife, and her name is? Sari. She's mm -hmm. absolutely gorgeous. Yes, she is. And then you decided to also have a plethora of children. Yeah, I've got five kids. Whew. One of them turned 24 today. How, how Spencer. could that be? How could that be? I don't know how that happened. I've got one that's 26, what? 24, 23, 15, and 14. Wow. You are exhausted, aren't you? <sighs> and you have to work, don't you? I got to work. I got to work. It's great, though. I love them. I, it's, my house is a, uh, it's 24 hours a day <laughs> in my house. I mean, I, I'm generally up working and i've got a little studio down the street but i do a lot of stuff at the house down the street i like down that the street. part <laughs> well i i can't it's too hard when you're trying to work right. and i'm so accessible to the kids and yeah. the wife and the things and so i have to get away when i'm really seriously working but my house is you know 24 hours a day oh i can't stuff going on. And none of them are in show business are they no they're not in show yeah. business is and that they, a law they've, they've all got no they've, and they've all got the gift to some degree uh -huh. some more than others right but um, I didn't, uh, you know, it's a tough business. And, and uh, I've got four <sighs> girls. And, yeah. and so. Four girls? I, yeah, yeah. And, and my youngest is a son. Wow. And he's a saxophone player. And he's oh, really he is? Good, yeah. Okay. And I know one of your daughters is like a tennis pro. I mean, she's like. Rocky, yeah, Rocky. Yeah. She's a 15 year old and she's a, she's a nationally ranked tennis yeah. player and that's her world. And that's so cool. she's always traveling. And so our house is tennis and guitars. Yeah. You know? <laughs> And Sari was a singer. I mean, to me, once you're a singer, you're always a yeah. singer. She's still but singing. She's still in singing. In the house, you know, and she's singing. And yeah. Yeah, she was a singer when I met her, too. The twins. The they twins. were the twins. Sari and Stacy. Yes. Yeah. Gorgeous. See how far we yeah. go back? I know. You've been married how many years? Well, about 26 years now. 26 yeah. years. Okay, so then we know each other 26 years. That's it. Now, 30, we have another live chat question. Oh, yeah, this is for me. Have you hired musicians who weren't as good as others on a particular instrument, but they were just easier to get along with. Yeah, absolutely. One time. Yes. No, 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 no. There, <laughs> there, there, there are gigs that don't call for uh, Oscar Peterson on the piano, okay? <laughs> there are gigs that don't call for, you know, Paco de Lucia on guitar <laughs> or, you know, David Sanborn on saxophone. Right. There are gigs that what they call for is someone that they can show up, show up, right. be consistent, right have a great attitude and play the ink, right. and play, play, play the music. And, and so 
So, um, and bring the suit to the cleaners. And, and bring the suit right. to the cleaners. And then a lot of times also, I mean, I've done things where I was a musical director for an Elvis show for a minute. And I hired guys who were familiar with that genre of music and who right. really felt that. Right. You know, and authentically. Authentically. Because, you know, you could, I can get the greatest jazz musician, get him on that gig, and his attitude's going to go downhill very Absolutely. quickly. And that's going to spread, and then that's going to be a nightmare. Exactly. So, so. You know, you choose your ingredients for whatever kind of stew you're cooking. Right. Now, for almost seven years, I think it was seven years, you played with um, uh, my favorite person in the world, Clint Holmes. Yes. At Harrah's. And he kind of touched on that story yesterday when he spoke at uh, the, the Showbiz Society yeah. event. And he said once he saw your band, he actually said his manager and he went and said, uh, that's your band. And he said, well, there's like 14 people up there. I can't afford that. And his manager said, you can't afford not to have that band. I'm so glad that happened. It was a magical yeah, connection. It, it was a win-win. Yeah. It really was. Um, for us, we, I, 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 I'd always loved Clint, and I'd gotten a chance to work with him at the Golden Nugget before right. that. And so his, his talent, the, the level at which he does what he does is mm -hmm. very high, and I'm... You know, I'm like a moth to a flame. I'm yep. drawn to that. Um, so I immediately I wanted to work with him. Mm -hmm. And secondly, it kept Santa Fe together. So that now we knew that all of us would be together. We could do our Monday night or whichever right. night we chose to do what we right. do, do our healings. We would all be working right. together. And um, I was telling someone yesterday at the Showbiz Society meeting, mm -hmm. they talked about that how great the show was with Clinton. I said, um, what was really awesome, something you won't see with a lot of other artists, is what the process was, which is in rehearsals, Clint had a, a clear vision of what he wanted to do, but he was like, this is what I'm thinking about doing. What do you think? And what, what he knew that if he, that if he brought all of these people to the table that had so much to give, mm -hmm. he, he's one of the few people I know that realizes that by lighting my candle, his isn't diminished. He just lights up the I stage. Love that. Yep. And with right, and so and that's how he, that's how he feels. That's the way he is, and it and it and it showed, and the show was uh, it was magical. The show really was, was always night. magical. Yeah, and it was different, yeah. right? You would change it. Was, it. it was awesome. It was it was wonderful. We it was such yeah, a great we need to do another more, more, more Clean Homes with Santa Fe. I mean, there's nothing like that. There's nothing like there's that. There's nothing. Is like there anything that. like that? There's nothing like no, that. No, absolutely not. We got to do it again, Clint. I'm telling you. Okay, now before uh, we say goodbye, we have to have we have to have some. Some Jerry Lopez music and a song and that voice. And I, of course, I didn't mention that you've worked with so many people, Grover Washington Jr. and Ricky Martin and Tom did Scott. Did I tell you about my afternoon with Michael Jackson? Uh, no. Want to tell us? You want to yeah. hear me sing instead? Or... I, want, I want you to do both. The Michael Jackson thing is way more interesting. No, but you're, you're, not getting at, you're not getting out of this, but go ahead. Okay. So I get a call from the Palm Studio, and uh, I've done a lot of sessions you up there. Don't you back yourself up They'll while you're telling me, you know, the story? Well, yeah, right. So I get a call. So I get a call. <laughs> yeah. The Palm Studio. <laughs> anyway, and I've done a lot of sessions up there for them. Zoe Thrall and her husband, Pat Thrall, who's an amazing guitarist, they call me, and I've done stuff for, you know, LL Cool J, and, I mean, just really different kind of thing. They call me, and they said... Um, would you like to do a guitar session? I said, sure. I said, well, it's for Michael Jackson. I said, really? 
They said, yeah. I said, are you sure? You want me to? They said, yeah. Well, what's going to happen is he's building a little studio at his house that he bought here. And um, he wanted someone that he could write with, collaborate with, and we gave him your name. So we're going to hook you up directly. And I got a call from somebody, and they said, um, the client, they never used his name, the client <laughs> would like to meet you at the studio. And I said, well, okay, well, great. What kind of a session is it? Do I need to bring a nylon string guitar or a steel string guitar? Do I need electric guitar? Do I need effects? What, what are we doing? And the guy said, I don't really know. I'll let you know. Well, he never got back to me, and so I thought it was, you know. Right. And uh, so the next day, about 12.15, I get a call, and he goes, Mr. Lopez, uh, we're here at the Palms. We were expecting you at noon. I said, you never called me back to tell me what we're doing. He says, well, today we were really just going to do paperwork. We need you to sign uh, non-disclosure agreements so you can't talk about it like I'm talking about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, so I get out there, it's like 115 degrees, and, we're in, and they're out there staying with those big black Suburbans, you know the black ones that oh, we saw yeah. Michael dancing on the TV? And I'm out there <laughs> signing these papers, and they said, we'll, we'll call you in a few days. Anyway, I got a call. They said, the client would like to meet you. I said, what am I going to do? They said, we still don't know. I said, okay. So I dragged a bunch of stuff. Oh, you brought all your stuff? Just and, I, and I met them. They met me. They wanted to meet me in, a, in, a, in the parking lot of a grocery store. Hmm. That sounds kind of scary. I, here's what was going on. At the time, I'd heard a rumor that the Jacksons were going to take over the Star Trek experience room, yeah. and they were going to put a show in there. And I thought, one of two things can happen. I'll either have a great story to tell, or maybe I could get the contracting gig and help them put together whatever they're going to do with, over there. So, right, right. So I was in for the adventure. And uh, uh, anyway, I showed up, and uh, it was just a little room, and Michael had a parquet floor and some mirrors and mm -hmm. dance bars. and. Pat Thrall was setting up a little uh, Pro Tools rig in the corner. And it was just Michael and Pat and myself. And um, he was just the sweetest guy, you know. Okay. And um, uh, we, he had some ideas he wanted to mess with and some samples. And we kind of started writing this oh, thing. Oh, that's and, cool. And then the gear went down. And while Pat was trying to fix it, they had to send some guy to Fry's to get another hard drive. And... Michael and I just sat and we talked about really? kids and movies, and he talked about uh, when he was married to Elvis's daughter and uh -huh. and the Colonel and all kinds of things I'd even forgot. So he about. was just he you was got just to see that guy. other side of him. I did, and he the was the real like, guy. Yeah, he says I I, uh, I have a lot of people that I work with in Los Angeles, and but I don't really know anybody here. He says, mm -hmm. and it's hard for me to meet people, and I thought that was so sad. Yeah, it is because he you was know? so. You know, it protected was, and sheltered. Yeah, he just couldn't guard, go out right? and meet anybody. So, you know, I told him, well, I'm, I got really strange hours, so if you want to <laughs> get together and write or something, you know, call. Well, him. that, so he, I wish that would have. Yeah, that was the summer before they got that ah. tour. And then everything changed, you know. So he wasn't, he wasn't back in Vegas after that. What a great experience for you. And It was kind of cool, and wasn't it? It, yeah. was, it was a lucky thing for him, too, because he got to meet our Jerry Lopez. Yeah. <laughs> the king. <laughs> Uh, Las Vegas. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Clint's in the audience. I, King's over there. Will you sing for us now? Sure. Okay. Let's see. Is this an original song? Yeah. Laying here thinking about my life. When I was your man, you were my wife. Crying. 
Now that I'm gone, I miss you so. There's just some words to make you know. Baby, you know I feel like dying. And don't you know that I want to come back home? No, I don't want to live my life alone. And I'll do anything. That you want me to If you let me come Back home to you oh, Jerry Lopez, thank you so much for being our guest on Talk Too Tales. early, I don't know, I can't say. Tonight is your night. What time do you start? 10.30. 10.30 at the Palms, right after you come to see me at the Bootlegger Maestro. Bootlegger. 10.30, I'm sure my husband's always trying to escape out of the Bootlegger door so to get to you. So much going on on Mondays. I know. Cool. Well, it's so special having you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, will you me. play us out as we say yes. goodbye? Mr. Yes. Jerry Lopez. <laughs> Thank you, Kenny. Thank you, Scott and Jacob. sell some guitars like a step on <laughs> hey hey why not